Hi, I'm Peter Anthony. And I'm Steve Angel. You're listening to Men With Spirit. Join us as we explore what it means to be a modern man and to live a spirited life. Welcome to episode six of Men with Spirit. You can hear us each week on a Thursday at 4 p.m. on Radio Karen. This show attempts to explore what it means to be a man today. We look at the issues that can prevent men from fully showing up in their relationships, the ones that matter most to them. We discuss different ways of behaving and living, supported by stronger spiritual and core values. And we delve further into the work that we do in our weekly Men with Spirit groups, where we encourage men to get out of their heads and into their hearts. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode and a big warm hello to my co-host, Peter Anthony. How are you, Pete? Good. Thank you, Steve. Great to be back with you on the air at uh, Radio Karen. And how, how are you feeling today anyway? I, I'm feeling good, actually. I can't believe we're at episode six. Sorry, what, what does good mean? Now, we, we say to the guys, <laughs> when you ask them how they're going, and they say they're good, we, uh, we say, well, what does that mean? Please explain. Yes. That, that, that's a good pickup, yes. We don't try to go with good. We try to go for something a little bit deeper. So I'm going to go with I'm, I'm feeling very challenged today, but excited. Let's, let's go with that. <laughs> good, good. All right. Thanks, Pete. And um, so let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. Can I, can I say how I feel? Of course you can. Thank you. Go for it. Uh, I've been thinking about it, and I must admit I've got some mixed feelings. I've, um, I've had some few things going on in the family side of things. So I've been a bit sad and disappointed about a few things that have been happening. But um, and interestingly, they're around inequality or perceived inequality. So that was interesting. But the other thing is, um, as you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on the waiting list for an operation that, and it's been dragging on and on and on and on. So I have to say I'm also a bit frustrated and a bit uh, antsy about all that. <laughs> but otherwise, I, I, I'm quote unquote good. <laughs> Don't you love it? I think that's really actually quite interesting then, Pete, because, you know, underneath good are all of these actual other feelings. Yeah. And that's that's the truth of it all is that we say good because you don't want to delve into those feelings or maybe we can't or we don't think someone wants to hear them. But the truth is there's a lot more depth to how we feel than just good. And yeah. that was a really good example of that. Thanks, Pete. And, <laughs> and I really do hope that your waiting list uh, scenario really does get expedited oh, a bit. The, 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 joys of the, the joys of the health system in Victoria at the moment is just ridiculous. Anyhow, we won't go there. Let's no. talk about equality. Yeah, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about equality. What is it? Why is it important? Um, is it simply about treating everyone the same? And if it is, why do we find it so difficult to do? And how do we gain more equality in our lives? So let's get started with this, Pete. So what, what does equality mean to you? Um, I've been thinking about it. I'd say that the um, key thing is... For, to, for me to treat other people the way I'd like them to treat me. So it's it's really um, about, it's about recognising would I like to be treated that way? And, and I was thinking about instances in my life that had highlighted that. And when I was younger, there was something that was sort of often spoken about in the family, which was um, 
there but uh, there but for the grace of god go i and mm-hmm. it was this thing that anyone could be in a, a situation just reverse the table and therefore treat people um with respect and um uh, and equality and i was thinking there was a, a few years ago there was a guy i knew who was reported to be quite spiritual he was actually my boss and we would um go out to uh, functions or restaurants or we go traveling something like that and um he uh he used to really treat the waiting staff appallingly and i felt incredibly mm-hmm. uncomfortable that the mm-hmm. the way he interacted with the the waiting staff and um it just brought home kind of reinforced just that you need to treat people with respect and not denigrate them just because they occupy a certain um position in society or they happens to be serving you on one particular occasion so it's about um it's about equal worth irrespective yeah. of your status in society and just treating people with uh, respect whoever they yeah. might be yeah what about I, you I, how, how, what do you what does it mean to you Look, I, for me, I think quality is about also, for me, what's fair, what's fair, you know, and what's unfair. And I think that when I think about equality in my life, the, the feeling that comes up when I think of that kind of inequality, just this feeling of unfairness. And, and you know it. You know that it, you, when, you're, when you are being treated or you treat somebody um, with inequality, there is an unfairness with that because there is so much more to somebody's value than like you said their money their status um even their self-importance often you know even their own ego can get in the way of that and i think there's a there's a real there's a real difference between that and 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 you you and i both know because we, we we study um we study spirituality together and in that with uh with our groups uh being spiritual there's a lot of spiritual values that will get defined for us and one of them is equality and and i, and I want to just share what that definition is mm-hmm. and it's the acceptance that all individuals have equal worth and it's interesting because it's it's not as it's not worth is more than just equal um and it, it has a very different kind of nuance doesn't it hmm. i found this when you're dealing in relationships and when i'm working with with clients relationships it's often this idea that i contribute a dollar then they need to contribute a dollar the partner does one thing then the other person has to do it so i take out the the, the rubbish uh, the rubbish bins on wednesdays and then my wife needs to do this and that's equality that's equality it's not really equality it's not one for one it's 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 more about the value and it's the worth that each partner brings and it may not be equal in parts does that make sense yeah it, it does to me so it's not necessarily an an equal contribution but it's recognizing we all contribute to a relationship or um whatever happens to be in, in different mm. ways um but mm. it's treating each other um uh, equally <laughs> that's um yeah that's it irrespective irrespective of status um i could share a couple of examples at both ends of the spectrum just to illustrate um i um uh, as you know in recent years I've, I've had the pleasure of being a school bus driver 
And mm-hmm. I used to, and I used to go from very high end public or uh, well, private schools to uh, um, Catholic schools, independent schools, state schools, the whole thing. And I always used to find it very interesting how different um, students would treat me as the bus driver, particularly if you just you know, encountered them for the first time. There'll be some, and it won't. It's not related to the particular school. It's more the the individual student. Some of them will be incredibly engaging and treat you with uh, mutual respect, and there's a, an, a, an obvious equality there. And I immediately warm to those kids. There are other kids that get on and just treat you like dirt, sort of thing. And mm-hmm. just because you were a bus driver and, and I'm I'm a student at such and such a school, mm-hmm. so I'm much better than you. So it was just fascinating that uh, dynamic and the, what I felt about that being treated in that different way. Um, so that was interesting. And then. The other end of the spectrum, prior to doing bus driving, I used to be a, a fairly high-level management consultant. And one of the things I used to do was um, review the performance of various boards of directors from the from the top companies in Australia and the top public sector companies, uh, organisations in Australia. And what I used to really enjoy was the um, one-on-one private conversations with the chairman or the CEO or mm. uh, some of the directors and, and, and you know how things were going. And you'd almost get into this sort of father confessor type role where <laughs> they were opening up about a whole range. Because they, they have very few people they can actually talk to. And mm. what was interesting is when there was no um, pretense of, you know, in some cases, some cases are very different. But in the, the directors and the CEOs I really warmed to were the one with the people that just treated you as an equal human being both, you know, trying to do the best we can. And I didn't even, some of them get into conversations about meditation and all this sort of thing. Mm. And it was really uplifting to have those sort of conversations with people that would be regarded as the absolute top of the tree in Australia. And a really mm. decent uh, people that treated you as an equal. And so it just gives you two examples at different ends of the spectrum about pra- practical examples of people if you like sharing from the heart and being very honest in the interaction with you. Yeah, it's true. And they're great examples because I, I, I'm probably a bit, a bit like you. I, I don't tend to worry too much about people's titles or, you know, their, their financial worth. Um, and I tend to sort of speak to everybody in the same manner that I would speak to you, um, to my friends, my family. So it's, it's never been something that I've been too conscious of, but, in saying that, I there have been times in my life where I've been in those situations where I feel my own self-worth may have um, affected my feeling of equality within that. You know, I may have looked at something and judged, judged the situation and said, oh, my, oh, I don't fit in here or I'm not as good as these people or I'm not as wealthy as these people. And all of a sudden, I've kind of, created that inequality myself it hasn't been forced upon me I've adopted it and and I've noticed that a few times in my life especially when I was growing up in, in my 20s and 30s where I where I did that and I was very conscious of it and I don't I don't feel like I do that anymore I think as you get older you kind of define who you are and you're more comfortable in, in your skin but I think while you're growing up at times and trying to have an identity you can have that sense of self-consciousness about wanting to fit in so much that you'll 
diminish your own self-worth and therefore you create inequality. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And, I, and the, the expression I use for that scenario, which I can absolutely, absolutely identify with, is it takes two to tango. There's mm. the person that's being unequal in terms of they're treating you in a, in a, um, a dismissive um, put-down way, if you like, and the other, the other party is accepting of that situation and thinking, well, I, I'm no good or I'm unworthy. It's only I can understand why they treat me like this and da-da-da-da-da. Um, so it really does take two to tango. So a situation of inequality takes mm. two parties. And, um, you know, I certainly found in, in relationships I've had in the past where that's been very evident. And it's only when the penny drops that, hang on, I'm not prepared to accept being treated like this anymore, that you can then start to take action to uh, change the situation. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? You know, some, we need to. In fact, it comes back to that sort of self honesty too, doesn't it? Awareness of of your own behaviour. We can often just want to blame external certain circumstances, but you know what's going on for us, and what are we not being honest with about ourselves? I um, I wanted to sort of sort of just explore where inequality inequality exists in our lives. And, you know, you and I are always talking about different levels, you know, from the macro level down the micro level. And that, I think it'd be interesting to maybe just explore sort of where we see that. Because I think it's very easy right now to look at the macro level and say, you know, we see that in gender biases, you know, we see that in, you know, um, inequality to Indigenous First Nations people around the world. You know, we see this from, from a, sexual orientation and gender recognition or identification uh, level. So, you know, and, and even too, we were just talking the other day too, um, you know, a very topical one is also about people um, and their beliefs around vaccination has also created divides, right? So mm. we've seen this kind of inequality and in how that plays out in, in sort of the, 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 the macro level, the, the broader scope of um, society. And we're very, I think, that's kind of well known and established. Um, what's also interesting is just how it plays out even in, in an individual relationship as well. Did you want to add anything to the macro? Any of your thoughts about that? Yeah, I think the um, the macro one's an interesting one. Like I was uh, with International Women's Day the, the other the other day. There was a post that the trade unions put up about the um, how much. Um, progress the unions have made over the years and what's been achieved. And they were quoting one example, which was um, many years ago, not but not certainly during my lifetime, um, uh, women, when they got married uh, in many occupations, had to resign. Uh, they couldn't work if they were a married woman. Um, yeah. Likewise, if you got pregnant and, and these sort of things. So there's been a lot of things that have been improved. But what, what's interesting is um, whilst some uh, areas of discrimination um, and unfairness um, have been removed. Um, they've been replaced by others. And I think this, without going into the, the ins and outs of vaccination, that's another subject entirely, but just the fact that people that have made the choice not to be vaccinated, for example, are, um, um, are discriminated against mm -hmm. and treated unequally. Now, from my point of view, as someone who passionately believes in inequality, in, passionately believes in equality, um, that sort of discrimination just doesn't sit well with me at all, uh, just as Indigenous discrimination and, and treating people like mm. whatever, whatever it is, people deserve to be treated equally. 
So I think from a societal point of view, there's um, uh, a lot of good things that have happened in terms of eliminating discrimination and inequality. But I just fear they're being replaced by other forms of discrimination and, and inequality. Mm-hmm. Right. But, uh, look, there's a lot of talk as well just about biases. I mean, we talk. Let's let's look into the workplace, and you know, workplace um, HR. We'll, we'll always often refer to sort of you know your own sort of biases when you're um, dealing with other people. That's just another form of inequality, I believe. You know, when you're looking at someone and you've got a, a perceived opinion about who they are, and that could be from either gender or, you know, a title, position. But it's still an inequality, isn't it? It's yeah. just still an inequality where you don't see the equal worth of another person that that is deserves that um deserves you to see them in a way that where they're equal worth they may not have they may have a different title than than you um they may have more experience than you but as a person they do deserve that equal worth Hmm. um and what i find also interesting is we were we were talking about this before uh off air and where does all of this even begin And, and we and we were talking about how we see this kind of inequality just even in a family structure, yeah, so we it kind of it starts really early for us, doesn't it? These kind of maybe these biases that we're referring to, but we see them very early in our own families, don't we? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think um, you can grow up in a family that where there's a strong sense of entitlement, for example. So the kids grow up feeling entitled that I'm better than than other people for whatever reason. Um, so that, or or they may feel. Um, may grow up in a very poor situation and they always they go into life thinking well i'm no good sort of thing so those sorts of feelings of um superiority inferiority or whatever uh certainly one source of that is um from the family um experiences people have had i mean so you may you may have an experience in your life um uh that could profoundly affect you you may have been um um, uh, sexually abused or something and you therefore form a, a, a view of a certain class or a certain uh, group of people generally um, that may be unjustified but based on your own um, uh, experience this- so there's and then like we believe in uh, reincarnation as uh, as uh, one of the things we um, subscribe to so the idea of coming into this life with some um, uh, baggage, if you like, or some uh, things, uh, you know, you may come into this life with an expectation of entitlement. So you're placed mm-hmm. in a situation where you, you're not going to have that and then you're going to have to deal with it. So it's um, it's the idea of um, that paradigm from um, uh, unfairness leading, you know, sort of um, unfairness leading through to frustration, leading through to anger, for example. Uh, you can see how it can play out that um, inequality can play out in a range of different ways. Yeah, it certainly can. It certainly can. Um, that that could lead us into our first song, couldn't it? That's a nice I little think, segue, I think. With Ben, I think you're right, mate. Um, this first song we've got today is um, probably well known to most people. It's "What About Me." Uh, which was first recorded by the Australian rock band Moving Pictures in 1981. 
And we're going to share with you the version performed by Shannon Knoll. Um, and the song, as most people would know, is about equality, fairness, frustration, sharing, uh, feeling forgotten. Uh, but to me, this song is also a reminder not to wallow in self-pity. And if you want to change your circumstances, you have to confront the reality of the situation you're in, in my opinion, decide what you want to change and then take action. So it's no good just um, saying, what about me? And it's all unfair and all the rest of it. You've got to do something to um, change the circumstances. So with that, um, Marcus, we'll hand over to you. And what about me? Hello, my name is Océane. I come from Martinia, and you are listening to Radio Carom. Welcome back to uh, Men with Spirit on Radio Carom with uh, me, Peter Anthony, and Steve An uh, Steve Angel. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like you say it for the first time, Pete. <laughs> anyway, look, welcome back, everyone. And um, today we're discussing equality. And as we've mentioned on some of the other programs, um, uh, a blog site we often refer to that contains a lot of pearls of wisdom uh, is available at the Wisdom of Crazy Horse. And uh, you can just Google wisdomofcrazyhorse.blogspot.com and you can look it up. The reason I mention it is we were looking for some quotes on um, uh, equality. And what we realized going through the three, four hundred quotes, whatever there are on the site, that there were about 30 or so dealing with um, equality. And we certainly can't go through all of those. But it, in looking at it, I thought, gee, this really covers a big range of subjects. And it just gives you a good indication of the type of things where equality comes into play. And I'll give you some of the topics that are covered. And if you get a chance, check it out. It's uh, well worth it. Um, one of the one of the topics there's quite a few posts around indigenous peoples um treatment of jews gender equality political correctness families same-sex marriage tolerance prisons oppression distribution of wealth a divided country and the true elements of a working democracy so it's a it's a big topic but um we thought we'd discuss perhaps three uh, short quotes with you today and just um, as it applies to equality. And the first one is um, a true friend. And the quote is, blessed are those who have found a true friend, a relationship where equality is paramount and trust is everything. What do you think about that, Steve? Any comments? Uh, have, you got any, have you got any friends like that? Have you been lucky <laughs> enough to have friends like that? Look, I have been, and I think I've been more Good. lucky as I've gotten older and probably a bit more discerning about who I'm spending time with because ultimately I think the relationships that did break down is where there was no equality um, and and certainly not trust. And I was just I'm thinking about a, a couple of relationships, um, you know, friendships where, you know, 
you know that term you're like energy vampires you know when you're with people and you just constantly feel like you, you leave them depleted because that's that's it's just all either about it's, them and there's, there's no yeah, level of yeah. quality whatsoever consideration and, and that's a good way of putting it. what did you call it the, the vampire energy vampire yeah oh right i love like, it <laughs> it certainly feels like that and and then you can and then you start and you know, the horrible thing is that you end up becoming deceitful i think when because you end up making excuses as to not to see them or why you were not available. And, and I think that when you start to make those kind of decisions, you know that the relationship is, is not bound on equality and certainly not, mm. certainly not on trust to be able to just give yourself to someone knowing that they're going to hold that, hold that trust for you and give you the space that you need to be who yourself, be yourself and not fix you necessarily because we need that. You don't have that. I don't think you have a friendship. Um, and and life's, life's really too short to to waste time on absolutely uh, uh, things that aren't equal. On there's a lack of trust, isn't there? Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, totally agree with that quote. Good, good. So we're going through, and what we're doing here is getting the Steve Angels tick all no tick. <laughs> <laughs> please, please don't tell Casey Horse that. <laughs> the next quote deals with. I agree. Yes, I agree, Pete. Yes, I agree with the quote. <laughs> the next one deals with equality on earth. And this is an interesting one, um, as they all are, but earth will only have reached a state of, of equality when you stop identifying people by gender. So what he's saying there is that um, the whole idea of um, distinguishing people around around gender is inherently um, uh, counterproductive to achieving equality. Any any thoughts from the wisdom of Steve on this one? <laughs> <laughs> That's way too much precious. Don't put me on that pedestal because no, I'll fall. I'll fall very quickly. <laughs> as right, as we both much. would. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, this is a really interesting one because I think there's there's many levels to this now more so than ever. I, I agree, you know, I, I I know this because as as a child, you know, I grew up in a culture where there is, there was gender differences, you know, as a male, you, you were considered um, uh, more superior, like, you know, within a family structure, you know, the male son would always have more dominance mm -hmm. or more importance. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, um, daughters were not given the same level um, of authority and, and independence. So it was very much something I completely understand. And it was just purely identified by not just, you know, the order in which you're born, but by the sex in which you were born. Gender. So yeah. I really get this. And it, it certainly it defies a person very early on in their age. So you think about that and how we'd be playing that out for the rest of our life. But there's also, you know, it's also, I think that we make judgments when we identify people by their differences. You know, we, you know, I, I make an assumption that, you know, a man's going to be more physically stronger than a woman or, or uh, you know, a, a woman's going to be more nurturing than a man. You know, I, I've defined them, I've judged them, and then now I've, I've limited their potential and their worth and their value. Um, hmm. So I, I guess you can see how it easily plays out and how if we can eliminate gender and just refer to people just 
by their name and recognize them as the spirit who they are from one spirit to another. Mm, mm, and just their energy. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting that one there. I think that's going to take some while to achieve, but um, it's certainly something we should um, strive towards. The, um, the third quote is entitled a new way. And it, the quote is, the material possessions of earth are mostly owned by a few. This model is seen as best for the advancement of earth, as there is a presumption that the few will use their material resources to create opportunities to share it with the others. Your history shows this rarely happens. Growth and advancement on Earth can only come from a different model, one where many equally share the load to rid the Earth of selfish values and many join together to bring in new and shared values. That's sort of taking the, the macro view of things, which I think is a very powerful statement. It's really, a, I suppose, part of the reason we, we do focus on values as the underpinning mm. for a lot of our discussions. What do you, what are this, your couldn't be, this couldn't be more, more truer now than ever. I mean, if you just look at the, 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 the disparage, uh, this, this, I can't even say the word. Inequality in terms Inequality, of uh, yes. value. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I, just the I wealth, the that... wealth on the planet—it's—it's just—it's just—it's frightening the difference between the few and the and the many. Well, I think I, I read something the other day where over the last two years, um, it's, it, in terms of total wealth, something like two trillion trillion with a T of wealth has been transferred from the world's middle classes to the top one percent of the one percent. So there's been this massive transference of, of wealth and inequality. And um, if, if there's ever a classic example of this disparity um, of, um, of wealth in the world, and uh, it, it's really that showing, uh, if, if you're a billionaire, do you need you know, to have hundreds of billions of dollars? Um, it would make much more sense to um, uh, feed, uh, and, it's it's also it, it's also it really frustrates me yeah 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 no I, I i share that with you because it's not just the money it's the resources that were that were taken to earn that money mm. and the labor that was probably you know misused slave labor probably in most cases in poor countries um and for what like like you said there's a certain limit to everything and um this this is this really upsets me too this kind of inequality of, of wealth and resources because it's, we don't need this much we certainly mm, don't need mm, as much as mm. this um yeah so so how do you gain equality and fairness what's what's the the solution steve i think i think you have to recognize how you feel if you're feeling any sense of inequality or unfairness in your life you need to recognize that. And that feeling will come through a frustration in your life. You'll feel that. And the next thing is you just need to own up and, and expect the equality. If you're not receiving that equality in your life, whether it be in your workplace or you're not feeling it in your own relationships, you know, 
then you need to demand it. And if it's not going to come, then you need to make a change in your life because you are you are worth it and you should have it. Um, and I think the only way that you're going to gain that or claim that equality in your life again is you need to speak up. You need yeah. to speak up about the truth that you see, the inequality that is, is um, happening in front of you. Um, it comes back to speaking your truth and, and having the courage to do so. Yep, yep, totally agree with him. Spot on. And you've got a, a, a song, I, I by, a song. Uh, by an Irish band. Um, yeah. Uh, it just so happens to be uh, St. Patrick's Day today, Steve, and you've got uh, a band to uh, perform for us, I believe. I certainly do. And, I've watched and why did you select this one? <laughs> yeah, they're here in the uh, radio station with us. No, they're not. Um, <laughs> I've, I've chosen um, one by you two. As you said, they're an Irish band. Um, I've chosen this song for one particular reason. And, and when, we, when you listen to the lyrics, there's a particular lyric in there that I absolutely love, which is one love, but we're not the same. We get to carry each other, carry each other. And I, I was listening to actually Edge, the guitarist, talk about this particular lyric and why it was important to, to understand why they chose get to, not have to carry each other. Mm -hmm. Because we have a choice and we need to make that choice because in that choice, we're choosing people and we're choosing equality and we're choosing fairness and we're choosing love. And we need to make that choice. And I think that it, this is a quite a pertinent song to what we've been talking about today. So although the song is not actually about equality as such, there is this line that I feel is a really strong one. So let's play it, One by You Two. Hi, this is Steve Stakos, the Mayor of the City of Kingston, and you're listening to Radio Karam. Welcome back. You're listening to Men with Spirit on Radio Karam. I'm Steve Angel, and I'm here with my co-host, Peter Anthony. Pete, some of the work that you and I both do um, also includes being accredited personal harmony coaches. And for those of you who don't know what that is, personal harmony is a program that looks at people's values that they live by because our values drive our behavior in life um, with these sort of characteristics. So just, I'm going to read just a few of them out. So you'll know when you've got, when equality is important to you, when you will feel or have these characteristics. One is that you'll treat all equally, no matter the background or status. And we kind of touched on this earlier before when your examples about, you know, in workplace and talking to people of high levels, C-suite, so forth, um, we need to see people for who they are and they're not their titles and they're not their bank balances um, they're not the suburbs. Um, so we do that. That's, and we have that um, and we're living by that value. That's one of the characteristics we'll have. Another one is we won't be overawed by those in prominent positions to society. Because those titles can often diminish our own self-worth because we elevate them to a level where we can't possibly meet. Because if I am if I am a, a librarian and I am speaking to a politician, if I am overawed by that person, 
then I've already diminished my value purely just on their title and 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 what they can do. Um, and I think I kind of touched that on my own experience earlier yeah. when I was saying that, you know, about how I would probably diminish my own self when I was talking to people in higher prominent positions. The other one is you will not be, ex- you will not accept being treated unequally yourself. If you're finding yourself doing that, you need to look, look, in, look at that. Why are you doing that? Um, and start to not accept being treated unequally or unfairly. And finally, nor will you stand by and allow others to be treated unequally. And I think this is the next level for most people is it's not just about yourself, but if you see that in the workplace, if you see it in your community, if you see it in the society at large, I mean, this is the reasons why people have been marching. These are the reasons why there have been protests. There have been reasons why we see people fighting for causes. And sometimes those people aren't affected by the cause that they're fighting for, but they inherently feel and they believe in this value of equality that they must do something when they see it Mm -hmm. in somebody else. Is there anything you want to add to that, Pete? Yeah, look, I... um... Yeah, it's funny. I, I've been thinking about equality just the last few days, and I actually woke up one morning, and I had a, in the, in my in my memory, I had this um, first they came, and I remember there was some sort of poem I, I remember reading some time ago. I thought I must see if I can find it, so I put it into Google and came up with um, uh, a quote or, or a poem, um, which um, are the thoughts of a German Lutheran pastor by the name of Martin. Niemöller, and it's in poetic form, and it's entitled First They Came. And it's about the um, cowardice of the German intellectuals and um, and certain clergy, including by his own admission, uh, Niemöller himself, um, following the Nazis' rise to power and the subsequent um, incremental purging of their chosen targets, group after group. And there's many variations and, and adaptions of this, um, of this uh, original um, uh, thought shared by um, Neumuller, but, um, but it deals with the themes of persecution, guilt, repentance, and personal responsibility. I'll just read it out and see what you think. Mm-hmm. First, they came for the communists. And I did not speak out because I was not a communist. Then they came for the socialists and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionist and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak out for me. So I think that's a really powerful, it's it's powerful to me. But if you believe Mm. in equality, you have to look at the whole of society and say, is it fair that this group of people are being treated unequally, uh, are being discriminated against? And if you in your heart of heart believes, no, that isn't fair and it's uh, unjust, uh, unequal, then 
if you don't stand up and voice um, what you think, then you've only got yourself to blame through apathy if things keep going in a direction you, you personally aren't happy with. Um, it's all about, am I living in a society that reflects my values or not? And if mm -hmm. not, then, okay, what do you want to do about it? Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to add anything to that. Look, it's it's a powerful poem um, because in the end, it is about you. It's the choices that you're going to make. It's the choices that you want to live by. And we need to understand that we create that. We create those, those outcomes by the choices that we make. Um, I think... I think if I was to bring it back to equality and, and you know, as you mentioned, this poem's a lot about discrimination and not speaking out for the, the, those that need their help that may not have a voice. But I think that, you know, I'm also the day-to-day -day person and how that affects in your own relationships. And I think a lot of people need to, remember that everything kind of starts at home. You know, mm. it's what we allow around us is what we will allow outside of us as well. So if we allow this kind of discrimination, we allow inequality in our homes, if we allow them in our relationship and we're not feeling fairly um, uh, treated fairly and we're not feeling valued, then we're going to take that behaviour and we're, gonna, we're going to um, take it outside to all the other relationships that we have. And we kind of perpetuate something that shouldn't be perpetuated. So, so I guess I think with today's episode is really just about. I think inequality is is, is <laughs> exists a lot more than we we want to we want to admit, um, and it, it can happen very very um, sneakily in life, you know, and these biases that we have, and these you know judgments that we have of other people, and maybe of other of ourselves. I guess if I would say anything to people, it's just start, start to look at that. And, and if you are feeling unfairly treated, it's, it's, time, it's time to speak up. You know, it's time. You, you, you do have the right to, be, to have that value and have that worth that you inherently deserve. You know, that's what equality is about. And if we, we need to sort of step up as human beings too, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's what it brings up for me. <laughs> yep. no, no, well put. I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, we've covered a, a bit in today's uh, program, but yeah, um, we always like to, we always like to treat things lightly here, don't we? <laughs> it's uh, it's a big subject, um, equality and inequality. Um, but look, just to start to wrap things up, um, if anyone is interested in finding out about our men with spirit groups you can contact us on our facebook page at men with spirit or you can email us at connect at menwithspirit.com.au um, or you may like to suggest topics you'd like discussed in future episodes uh, here at radio Karam, or you can um, uh, call us also on um, 039016 0411. Now, next week, um, we're going to be doing something a bit different. And we're, um, we've got our first female guest on the program. Yay. And we're, <laughs> we're very uh, open to all sorts of uh, uh, viewpoints on this program. 
Um, and we're excited to be launching the Men With Spirit version of the MIOK app. And uh, our topic will be men's well-being next week. And our special guest will be Candy Demenzi, who's the Chief of Philanthropy and, and, and is the clinical advisor with the Melbourne-based IT company, DV Results. And uh, personally, I've been contributing towards the development of this MIOK app since last July, and I've personally found it to be incredibly useful. So um, we're going to be discussing that and a whole range of other things in the context of overall, overall men's well-being. So it should be an interesting discussion. Mm. And uh, to um, to finish up um, finish up today's uh, program, as it is uh, St Patrick's Day, um, here's a song for those listening who have um, an Irish heritage, or they may be named Patrick, <laughs> or they may be having a wedding anniversary, as it happens today. What, uh, for whatever reason, we hope that this uh, traditional Irish blessing uh, you like, and it's called May the Road Rise to Meet You, and it is sung by Laurie True. So thanks uh, for being with me, Peter Anthony, and... and me, me, Steve Angel. Thanks, Steve. Um, <laughs> and we hope you've enjoyed our time being with us. Um, up next on Radio Carum is The Back Room. So until next time, be true to yourself. And as the Irish would say, may the road rise to meet you. Hi, everybody. This is Wit from Spiderbait. When I'm passing through Carum, aside from slowing down to 50 kilometres an hour and reminisces about doing the Ill Race Road Rumba or the Watley Street Wiggle, I like to tune in to Radio Carum and get down with the good vibes.